Emily. And I'm Gina. And life gets a little bit hectic. And we just want a little bit of coziness in our lives. And what's cozier than a steaming mug of sweetness, a warm blanket, a cute dog, and a Hallmark movie? Welcome to the cabin, everybody. Hey, Lisa. Hey, Gina. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing good. Are doing you? Good. I'm glad to be a guest on your show. Yeah. You're taking, uh, you're filling in for Emily. I don't think I'm filling in for Emily. I'm just a simple poor substitute. Oh, please. So you're filling in for Emily because she is out of town this weekend and very busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I told her she could never go out of town again. <laughs> I can't handle the pressure. I can't handle it. Okay, so this is the third episode of our second season, and we are talking about Love in Winterland with uh, Chad Michael Murray um, and our lovely um, Italia Ricci. So um, we normally start this with a drink. Okay. Okay, so that's what we normally do. And Emily's normally in charge of the drinks. Okay. So I'm not sure if I... I didn't have to worry about that. Well, I'm not (laughs) sure if I'm ever going to be allowed to be in charge of them again after this drink. So anticipating it being bad? No, because you know this week I was looking for recipes. So I went to Thug's Kitchen. (laughs) And I don't... If anyone out there has ever tried Thug's Kitchen, it's amazing. And... It's hilarious all at the same time. It's amazingly off color. Yeah, well, it's very inappropriate. Hilarious. And I must have sent you like 40 texts, Mm -hmm. right, on Friday. Yeah, none had recipes in them. No, but they were all. Okay, so this drink is called Apollo's Fury. (laughs) Apollo's Fury. Okay, now I sent you this one, and it says. The guy, the people writing this book, this is their um, story leading up to it. Um, we knew this one mother, hmm, Apollo, who <laughs> tore his ACL twice, jumping off roofs, pissed on everything at his parents' house, and generally terrorized the whole block. The only reason he was never arrested was because he's a GD cat. <laughs> Wow. So, is this going to put a little hair on your chest? I don't know. So, this is called Apollo's Fury. So, go ahead and give it a try. Not sure what to do about this. Looks okay. Ooh. What do you think? There's a hint of a Long Island iced tea. There is. Oh. And I don't like Long Island iced tea. There's a lot of rum in this. I do enjoy rum. That's why it took me a minute to say something. It's got a aftertaste it's very to sweet. it. sweet. Really? Mm. You think it's sweet? There's a sweetness it's there. It's got a tomato after. And I don't a have tomato? No, yeah. I don't know what's going on with this. You know why? Is it kicking in yet? Mm, I'm hunting for a tomato. No. Is it? Are your ears burning? No. Really? Because it's got two te- tablespoons of habanero hot sauce in it. Really? Yes, and I didn't tell you. No, you didn't. That's a good thing. Now I'll probably, like, swell up here. I think that's where that taste is coming from. The earthy taste? I'm <laughs> <laughs> describe that taste. No, I think it, that's what I'm tasting. That's like a hint of a Long Island iced tea. 
Yeah. So it's got two tablespoons of lime juice, and I use fresh fresh lime juice. Oh, nice. Uh, two teaspoons of habanero hot sauce. <laughs> half, all the hot sauces. You know, I didn't tell you because I knew you wouldn't drink it if no. I told you. No, I would have tried it because I had rum in it. No, you. <laughs> a half cup white rum, three fourths of a, a half cup. cup. Yeah. Well, in each glass. <laughs> I, may, I may have upped that a little bit. Wow. Okay. Okay. Uh, Three-fourths a cup um, cola. I use Coke Zero. And a half a cup of clove soda, which you saw because I, 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 I sprayed it <laughs> all over the kitchen. The kitchen. Yeah. yeah. You're mm-hmm. still wearing that all over your shirt. I am. <laughs> so what do you think? Is it a keeper? It's really hard for me to say no to anything that has what, rum, rum in it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Does it remind you of an angry cat? It kind of, kind of making me a little angry. So, I'm kind of angry okay. about the habanero pepper in there. Let's try it again. I tried two sips. You can't sip. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I can t- I know what you're talking about. I would not have known that was the pepper if you didn't tell me. Yeah. But that part that I was thinking was Long Island iced tea. Uh-huh. It's that. It's the pepper? It's that, um, it's like a bitterness. You know what it is? That's the angry cat. They're bitter. They're bitter. Cats are bitter anyway. They're bitter. Well, okay. Come on. We have to be fair to cat people. Well, I'm not saying that. It's, cats don't like me. Well, that's true. So, but they made me break out. That's not my fault. The bitterness associated with it, I think, is that's Apollo. It's the, the cat part yeah, of it. It's yeah, Apollo right there. So I think it's, it's screaming out. Yeah, it's appropriately named. It's gonna be this could be Lisa's fury. Take out the <laughs> habanero pepper. <laughs> I think that is what that what that tested. There is a little bit of heat in my throat. Yeah. Has it moved to your ears yet? No. Because that's usually what happens to you. It moves to, I know, to your ears. My ears, my throat. And yeah. I'm everything. I know you are. I'm a wimp. You are a wimp. Ranch dressing is sometimes too spicy. That's true. No, I'm kidding. That is <laughs> like a handle. You have a very low <laughs> threshold for everything. That is not the truth. <laughs> I have true. a high threshold for caffeine. That's true. <laughs> I have a high threshold for Hallmark movies. Yes, you do. Okay. But... Not habanero pepper. Hey, how about we um, take a break and go get some water, and then we'll we'll get started on that. That sounds like a good idea. I need to calm fury. Yeah, because my back of my throat's starting to burn. Really? Yes. You drink like you have sriracha sauce. I know. I like hot stuff. You have all that stuff on your. You can't feel anything. I didn't put as much in yours as I did in mine. Good. You want to taste mine? No, no, I do not. <laughs> in, the, in the back of my throat, I can, it feels a little bit. There's something back there, right? Yeah, but see, I really, I've only tried Long Island iced teas like two or three times. Yeah, but they don't have much stuff in them. Wait, I know. I don't know what it is. I don't yeah. know what the comparison is. You want to try one? I actually one? don't like club soda either. Yeah, I don't, I'm not a fan. So, it's better than tonic. Yeah. But. Well, keep your leg cramps away. Yeah, but this is a tonic, so. Yeah. You know, do you want to try I, mine? I do not. No, okay. I do not. All right. Well, no. let's. But you know what it looks like? It's brown, which I know. It's yes, from the Coke, Coke Zero. Yeah. I know that. But it's also, I don't know. Looks a little tea-ish. Fury. <laughs> Fury in a cup. Fury in a cup. All right. We'll be back. <laughs>
Gina. <laughs> Does it feel weird? It, yeah, it is weird. Yeah. Well, at it least it feels cause, weird because I'm just usually a listener. I will no normally because if Emily, like because you know we're here at the cabin and if Emily's sitting right beside me, she always says it feels really weird because she's too close to me, and so it's nice not having you like constantly looking at me, feeling like you should be running away or something. <laughs> <laughs> Emily, she has her own personal space. Yeah, she, she does. Just, she just likes it. Yeah. All right. Can't fault the girl for that. So we're gonna talk about uh, love and. Winterland with Italia Ricci, Chad Michael Murray, uh, Jack Turner, and it's number two in Hallmark's Winterfest. Um, it was shot in Vancouver, British Columbia, of course, Canada. Um, it was directed. I know you guys like the Canadians. We do. It was directed by Pat Williams, who also directed Right Before Christmas. Chad Michael Murray was in that, right? Yes. Okay. So, Chad Michael Murray, um, they did this beginning of November. Um, and, of course, probably took, like, the two weeks. So, I tried to look up when they did right before Christmas, but I couldn't find it. Um, but, Chad Michael Murray, he's really been working lately. So, do they really, really take two weeks to film? Around two weeks, yeah. That's crazy. I guess you don't have to worry about, like, explosions and... Superheroes flying through the air. Just a like lot of coziness as well. You gotta worry coziness. about it. Yeah. Last night, a little bit of drama. Yeah. Just some snow. Not a lot of drama because that belongs I, on the other channel. So I said a little bit a of little snow. A little bit of drama. I don't want to cry on anything on Hallmark. Okay. So, the synopsis is Allie, a final contestant on a dating show, must face her high school sweetheart when she is chosen for the hometown date. Did you do this little... I know. Dun, 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 that was good. Do you think it's a little tongue in cheek that it was called Happily Ever After? Well, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, I thought it was already mocking me. <laughs> I don't think it was specifically mocking you. You think so? But, no. Um, the whole game show concept. But I thought it was well played on Hallmark's part because The Bachelor's getting ready to start. Oh, does this? Yeah, I'm so not in tune with that. Yeah. I know a lot of people at work watch it. Yeah. So it's a pretty big deal. So I think that was really smart of Hallmark to reach out and grab them. So coming off of ever uh, Winter and Vale, Hallmark. Which I loved. I, I watched know it you did. Four times. I know. I watched it three. That's I a mean, big I deal for you. I love it tonight. It was yeah. just amazing. So coming off of that, Hallmark had a lot to live up to. Like, I really thought it was going to start winter in Vail, and it was going to go straight downhill. And <laughs> I have to say, I was really, really pleased with this one. And I thought it was really smart um, pulling in Chad Michael Murray. You know what they've been doing a really good job of? What's that? Is being funny. Um, he was very funny He was. Tonight. Both of them, I thought, were very funny tonight. But... Late, I mean, even in the Christmas movies, there were times when I legitimately laughed out loud. And you usually don't find that in the Hallmark movies. Like, if you go back to past years, right. you just don't find that. Well, I Winter and Vale was... He was hilarious. Yes, he yeah, was he very was, funny. Yeah, well, and Lacey was, too. But, you know, I yeah. felt like I'm tight with her. Oh, yeah, but, we all are. So, um, it was originally titled Alice in Winterland... Which actually would have been really cute. Yeah. Because I knew her name was Alice, but never once did anyone ever call her by that. Yeah. So then that would have been like... Which, that was adorable, but they they changed that. 
Um, and poor her. She was just coming. She just had a baby. Poor her. That's not poor her. No, I'm and just saying. Way to go. Way to go for coming in. Like, I think it was like job. nailing it. Six weeks. And she's like on set with her baby. She, oh, the baby was there? Yeah, she said she brought her mom with her. Okay. I was wondering how she looked so good. She Somebody did look good. Watching that baby so she could sleep. I think though she, I I think she must have been worried about how she looked because she wore a lot of cardigans and a lot of coats. It was cold. It was cold, and she did write about that on Instagram about how cold it was there. Yeah. I hope that she wasn't trying to cover herself up because she looked stunning. She was beautiful. She was. Yeah. Um, so I hope that wasn't the case. Um, so she works for a hotel, and her whole. Her whole plan for getting on the show, Happily Ever After, was to spotlight the hotel. Right. Shameless plugs. Right. Yeah. Which she, you, she was good at. She was. She did a great job. She kept... She was good at marketing. Um, well, what did she say? She could, mon- she could uh, market winter when there was none? Right. In L.A. Yeah. She was really good at marketing winter in L.A. So that was the whole thing. Um... She, she wanted to, and we and the scene opens with her and her friends, and we find out quickly that she it's narrowed down to her and another girl, and the whole reason is marketing for the hotel. Um, and then very quickly, um, we find out that she was actually the one that was picked. Right. So, and you know I, what I thought was hilarious when it came down to that? Because I think I've watched, like, maybe two episodes of any of those dating shows like The Bachelor whatever and I loved it when she talked to Lauren and she said why do so many people cry on these shows yeah that's the same thing I think I'm like why do so many people cry on these shows because like well you know you and I are huge Big Brother fans yeah but I don't cry for that either well no I do get angry (laughs) I think people are like under a microscope in those shows and I think the feelings and the intensity of the emotions are so much more ramped up than they would be in real life because it's so high pressure. Like half the time on Big Brother, I'm like, why are you crying? This is ridiculous. But yeah. I think if you're stuck in that situation, it's a lot more high pressure. I get that, but at the same time, she wasn't out of her normal life. No, not at all that time. Was, all it was was marketing for her. Yeah. You know, I don't think she was serious. Well, that's why she was asking. Right. She was saying, why do people right. cry? Right, she doesn't understand. Because she really wasn't in it. That's why I appreciate it. Yeah. Because I'm thinking the whole time when I watch those shows, I'm like, why are these people crying? <laughs> but that also I mean, tells you're us national TV. that like fool. she's not invested in this show. And Absolutely. So, right. Or in him. I mean, she thinks he's a nice guy. Right. So they end up going back to, well she, well, she meets with her boss, you know, and they go through the whole thing of, yes, I'm just doing this and blah, blah, blah. We meet the boss who's obviously just concerned about um, marketing for the hotel. Well, did the boss she, put her up to it? I don't, or did she do it? I don't know. I don't know if they even addressed that, but I think she was, because she wants to make sure that Allie is plugging the hotel the whole time. Right. And then she goes, oh, well, then it might even be a bonus that you could end up in a relationship. Right. That wasn't the first thing that that they were going to do. So, um, the home date, which I think is funny, is in her hometown, which is Winterland, Vermont. And 
that place is gorgeous. It was gorgeous. And I would gorgeous. say that is gorgeous, but it's Canada, so. <laughs> we all know that the place is gorgeous. I have only briefly traveled through Vermont very quickly, so I'm not sure, you know, if, if it equates to how beautiful. But I'm telling you, these Hallmark movies are making me want to go to Canada. Agreed. Because they're all... And I don't know if we told you this or not. Emily and I are planning a road trip. I've heard that. I heard that someplace <laughs> on my radio in my car. <laughs> Have fun, girls. Oh, no. No. Families are going. Just oh, I thought it was just the two of no, you. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's all of us. Put your name on the side of the car. No. Like with those magnets. You oh, no, no, no. This is a podcast. This is a big bus adventure. Oh. Yes. Oh. This is because, you so know. Is it going to be in winter? It might be. We need chains in for the tires. Because Mark is going to cook. Oh. Now you're going, aren't you? Everything's better when Mark cooks. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right. So anyways, um, they get to Winterland and um, her parents' house. Oh, it was amazing. I'm like, wait a second. I wonder why their driveway was better cleared off than the inn. Yeah. Well, that's because he was using a shovel. I know. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, we get there and um, there is great chemistry between Chad Michael Murray and his, I don't, Walter and Sam. Yeah. The three of them are hilarious. And I'm not sure what Walter, what is Walter's job? I don't know, because at first I thought he worked in the, like, as a concierge kind of thing, but I don't think he did. Because then didn't he, didn't he bring her bag in? Maybe. Up to the front desk and she said I could handle it. And then they had a fight about, well, she didn't have a fight, but Brett. Yeah. AKA Chad. Mm Mm-hmm. Took her to her room, which ensued in a little bickering and suitcase. Yeah, I thought it was funny how much he popped up all over the place. But it was always like putting in these little pieces and tidbits of wisdom. And information. Yeah. Yeah. Talks about the past. All right. So, um, anyways, Lauren, they show up at her parents' house. Lauren, the producer, is there with her. And mom has knitted Lauren a sweater, which is <laughs> adorable. Yeah, even um, curtains. So, Shower curtain. yeah, mom owns this uh, shop. It's like, it, I guess it's some kind of a gift shop where she has all these things that she's knitted. Dad has a ski shop. Um, is their shop together? I don't think so. Um, but right away. No, yeah, yeah, you're right. Right away, um, of course, a proud mom takes um, Lauren upstairs to Allie's room, where we see two very important things for the entire movie. The numerous chili cook-off trophies. Those were great trophies. They were. They were. Plastic cheese on the top of them. I know. I love that they they went full in on the bowls because they were color bowls. Yeah. (laughs) The only thing that bothered me is they were not different. They were different heights. Yeah. And the different colors, I thought, what does that mean? It was the first place, which we different find years. out. Yeah. I know. So we have the chili cook-off trophies, which are incredibly important, because we know that's going to pop up again. Right. And then we have the vision board. Flashback yeah. to a detour Christmas. I think or I actually Christmas made detour. some of those vision boards, but I just, they were like picture collages back when I was in high school. Are you college. serious? Yeah. It wasn't like... 
It was like stuff I liked. We used I wouldn't to, have known it was a vision board because it was before vision boards. Well, we used to do that. We would put stuff all over the front of our notebooks and tape it all down. Yeah, we used to put on plastic, those plastic, like acrylic frames. Yeah. Glue them down with rubber cement. Wow. I know. Rubber cement? Did you, I know. <laughs> did you eat any of that? <laughs> nope. Nope, just regular. So we see the vision board, and it's all her and Chad Michael Murray. It's all her and Brett. Her did and Brett. Did you notice the Brett. big word wedding on there? No, I did not mm-hmm. see that. It was on like the right hand side. Look of the at you. Board. Yeah, yeah. So she quickly flips that around, and then I don't understand. They go downstairs, and once again, Brett is there, <laughs> putting in a water heater with her dad. So. Like, her parents like him a lot. Would well, you remember, though, earlier when she called home yeah. to them? Brett was there. He, he was just getting in the refrigerator, like, hey, yeah. I hang by here all the time. Eating cupcakes. Uh-huh. And, and did you notice he picked up one cupcake and put it down and picked up a different one? No, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Which would bother me. Yeah. If he was just a normal person, like... I'm not saying normal person in my house, but if it wasn't somebody that I knew and trusted, it would bother me. Yeah. I'd be like, take the first one you picked up. <laughs> so obviously he's there and he's very comfortable and they mom forces them to talk. Right. Which is kind of, and well, mom forces them to talk a lot. Yeah, she does. She really does. Um, so going back to, um, you know, Allie being home for the first time, she wants the, this cake that her mom makes. It's a seven-layer snow cake, which, okay, Hallmark, you need to post the recipe for that. But there was a... It was an awfully tall cake. There was a really cute blooper on Home and Family uh-huh. and the green Christmas trees that were on the top. Right. She pulls them out and she crunches down on one. And it's like Play-Doh. I'm sure the prop people thought that was hilarious. So it didn't actually make it in, obviously, but there's a really cute... Um, blooper of it. Really? Yeah, it's really cute. It was Play-Doh? Yeah, it was some kind of, I don't know if it was like, like old modeling? fondant or modeling clay or something. I just figured it was fondant. Yeah, she she was not expecting what she got. <laughs> she break it too, yeah. did she? Um, so, um, then we have <laughs> this is so funny when I'm thinking this whole time, Tanner, you need to hurry up and show up. Because she's getting comfortable there. She keeps running into Chad Michael Murray. But this is when he's (laughs) sizing up Tanner. And he's basically, according to Chad Michael Murray, he's an unemployed barista astronaut who does not really exist. Right, right. right. Well, her dad said that he was was Puck. You know, perfect on paper. Yes. Because apparently he's seen more than one of this Happily Ever After show. You come to find out that he's like a... Oh, yeah, dad. A dating show. Yeah. Aficionado. He said, And she said, where's my dad at? Yeah, and he, <laughs> he's like, uh, what does he really do? Yeah. And, and that's exactly what Brett what says. He, really he, really, he really doesn't do anything. Um, but we, we find out that... Allie is going to stay at the inn across the hall from Which Tanner. Which was a big surprise for her. It was a huge surprise because she was hoping to stay at home. Right. And so, yeah, she's staying at the inn. And, of course, she runs into Brett again. And he carries her suitcase up to the room. And they go back to uh, past the producer's room. And they hear some things. And, of course, they're bickering and bantering. And their suitcase pops open. Right. 
and her clothes go everywhere. And I mean, the two of them together, there's just so much, right? Early on, there's so much animosity between them. Right. Um, Unfinished business. Well, and we find out why he was supposed to go to California with her. Yeah, because they both agreed to go to to California. Yes. And I guess at the last minute, he decided not to go, which we later find out more about. Shh, don't Don't get to that. Don't Don't get to that yet. All right. <laughs> and the, the, there was a good line there. Um, Allie says to Brett, I guess you love the town more than you love the girl. Yeah. And that was a great line. And that was a, that was a like, drop the mic and walk right. away line. Right. I'm like, oh. And you know she had had that line tucked in her pocket. For a while. Absolutely. Like, she was just waiting to but break that line out. He he says then, though, he said that they thought if they were supposed to together, be together, they would be together. Yeah. So, obviously, she thinks the whole time that he's, he loves the town more than her, and he thinks the whole town, time that if they were meant together, they would have been together. Right. Yeah. Well, so obviously, and, and he's full of regret quite a few he's times and apologetic to her. And I think it's interesting that her idea for um, the can- the 500 candles, yeah, he kept the candles and put them in the basement. So I'm like, all right, chili cook-off, 500 candles. We're going to see those again. Uh-huh. We're going to uh-huh. see those again for sure. Well, the 500 candles was like in the very first part when, they, when she dropped into the hotel. Yeah. Or not, it wasn't the very first part, but dropped in there, and it's just like, oh, piece of information. Yeah, you still have this five Yeah, exactly. Um, And then, uh, so the two of them, even though they they share this animosity towards each other, they keep doing things together. Right. Like uh, that sled ride down the hill, where they're holding hands, going down in the toboggans, and who do they run into? Right at the bottom. Right at the bottom. Well, thank goodness, Tanner, you finally finally shut up. up. Right. Okay, so here's the thing with Tanner. Normally, the other guy in the Hallmark movie is a jerk. He's not. He's not a jerk. I absolutely loved him. He's not a jerk. And then I kept thinking to myself, okay, he's not a jerk, so that means he's got to find someone else. Great accent. Well, he did. Well, that's actually how he speaks, so it wouldn't be no. an it would We're yes. the ones with the accent. <laughs> I don't know this guy. So, I mean, I know I've seen him in another movie, but I don't know what I saw him in. He was a prince somewhere, I think. That's what I thought. I, yeah. I, actually, the whole time, I thought he carried himself that way. Yeah. He was very, very royal. But he was the only one without an accent. The rest of them had accents. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Yes. Okay. So, <laughs> um, you know, he's standing there and... Chad Michael Murray says, um, I'll get you checked in. I'll get you checked in. <laughs> that was wait, hilarious. I want to go back just a second because he asked her, you know, when they talk about the vision board and all that, because mm-hmm. she used to work there, so he, I mean, they spent so much time together, and he was, they were talking about her work, and he asked her if she was happy, and she said, yeah, but they relocated her all the time, and that she's hoping to stay put. And to climb that corporate ladder a little bit, mm-hmm. <clears throat> where she is, and he says that they have a two-step ladder there, but the view's the best. <laughs> and I'm like, that is so true because sometimes you're so busy, caught up in work and climbing and, and trying to do a trying right, to get up the ladder, the la- ladder. Yeah. And he simply said, "We have two steps here. The, the view's amazing." Yeah. And sometimes I think too, when you're trying to climb that ladder, you don't stop. 
right at any point and look right. around and see what's there yeah and then that's when he grabs her and says hey let's go out here and that's when they go down the hill yeah laughing and having a good old time that's when you find out she's competitive so well actually yeah. i'm not sure that's the first time no i think <laughs> there's like five times yeah we know she's yeah. competitive um <laughs> they they show up at the um town diner mm-hmm. um which is another way that she feels at home again because the she remembers exactly what she ate the owner does yeah the owner does yeah so she it's this whole feeling she's starting to get back about the town of winterland and they sit down in the table right behind Brett. And she says, is there any place else that we can sit? Yeah. But talk about uncomfortable. I know. And that's just it. He's always there. Um, but it was hilarious when Tanner gives her a... <laughs> that's a little, first of all, it looked like a nice jewelry box. Right. And yeah. it was a koala bear. And diamond encrusted. Yes. Or some bear. kind of shiny yeah, encrusted. Yeah koala bear. I don't think it's And he says, it's your favorite animal. And Brett over his shoulder goes, it's a polar bear, man. My favorite animal's a polar bear. <laughs> Chad Michael Murray dropped those lines all the time. I'm thinking if that is so they were, funny. He was hilarious. But I'm like, if I was really trying to like make something work for Tanner, I'd be mm-hmm. so angry at him. Yeah, that's true. But, I, but I think she knew deep down in her heart, she kept, she wanted more. She oh, knew I think it. So too. Yeah, yeah, she knew. But I like. But the, she really wasn't in it. I don't think to find him. No. But I think she may have legitimately been trying to I think see her, because she wanted to get to know him better. Well, I think her entire life she was trying to resolve this situation with him. Right. He never showed up, and there was never any closure. Well, she hadn't gone home, so she didn't even know she, she didn't know. resolved it. Right. Yeah. Um, so, and the whole time the producer is like, you know, whatever happens, happens. Let's just let this play out. But the producer, her parents, <laughs> you know, they're all kind of conniving to get her back with Brett. Right. Um, so they're all doing these little things. And so right before, but even Lauren earlier, when they first got into town mm-hmm. and that she was talking to, uh, he takes a package up to the room. Yeah, yeah. When Brett takes a package up to the room and she asks, well, Lauren asks him if she has any lingering feelings right. toward Allie. Basically says, you know, she could fall in love this week. Yeah. And he's like, no, I don't have any. But it was obvious. Yeah, we all, all knew did. It was all over him every single time. It didn't matter what he said. Yeah. His words did not indicate. You, you knew he was in love. Right. I agree 100%. Um, so Tanner, which I think is really cute, Tanner decides to make a pie to take to oh, Allie's that was parents' so house. Oh, so sweet. And he starts off with rhubarb and... It's rhubarb pie. Actually, well, he's going to because my dad liked it. He said it... I don't even know what that is. Rhubarb? Yes. I, you know, I don't know. It's a plant. Okay. And it used to grow by the side of the... <laughs> this is going to out me here, but it used to grow by the side of the road by along the farmland, part of the farmland that my mom owns. So they would cut it. And my mom, I don't, the taste of it, if I remember the taste, it was like, um, it always looked so stringy to me. I don't know if that was a kid's eye view. That was a kid's eye view. Okay. But it was kind of like a tangy kind of flavor. I don't remember a whole lot about it. Obviously I haven't tried it since then. 
But I did think it was an odd choice. I liked his reason well, for he's, doing it. He but. said his mom made it. Right, something of his right. his life. And then, of course, Brett comes in and says, well, her favorite pie is French silk. But he doesn't do that without Tanner asking. Right. Tanner right. asked him, and I thought that was actually very... Because Brett says it's been a long time since we've done that. You right. Know? It was very nice of Brett. Yeah. Yeah. So he makes he makes the French silk pie, um, and they're off to Allie's parents' house. Um, <laughs> I love the pictures that Allie's parents show him. Oh, I know. Him. I know. That's my mom. Actually, my mom has my pictures from kindergarten to twelfth grade in a row, all together at one. Man, she's good. Yeah. It's not pretty. There's some really bad oh, years. Well, listen, we all have our dark places in history. Well, I had like five in a row. Mm, yeah. I mean, I had, I had some bad pictures. There was one year where I had braces, glasses, yeah. headgear. Ooh. I mean, I don't even know what happened there. Someone should have said, hey, take off your headgear head in this picture. picture. Yeah. yeah. No. No, they yeah. didn't tell she me that. Your face broken out, too? No, I did not. Oh, you're lucky. I know. I have a couple bad pictures. It was bad on the side of my face, my chin. Oh. And my Aunt Theola and my mom decided to cut my hair. Actually, didn't they give you a perm once, too? That was the second time. Yeah. I think it was my freshman year. I had, like, this straight across bang that I, it was part in the middle. And my hair is super, like, fine. Did they not fine. like you? I, do, I don't know. I wonder. Yeah. I do wonder. And I had this little... You know what's funny? What was this little tie on it. Again, it was an earlier time. We have been together almost 25 years, and I have never seen that picture. That's Okay. I, th- I tried to burn them all. I bet you did. The other, but yeah, and they gave me, they like to give me perms too. And it was like a Tony perm. It was like, you know. <laughs> I remember those. <laughs> Man, that would burn your head. And then that perm was there. <laughs> and it was there. And I waited like six months for it to grow out. So I could, you know, I dry straighten it, which yeah, you couldn't straighten those curls, you know. And the ends, the, the perming solution just fried the ends of your hair. So it was, it wasn't pretty. <laughs> so we all have yeah. those images that we'd rather not show you anyone. Do your mom ever give you a perm? Yeah, we, my mom is a hairstylist. I know that. So That's yeah, we I'm don't. No, I'm just, no, yes, I've had she, many perms. Yeah. I don't want to talk about them. When I was in preschool, the teachers, knew that was curlers. the teachers said that they knew that my mom was a hairstylist because I was the only kid who slept in curlers. I thought that they knew that you were an only child for yes. the same reason. <laughs> Anyways, so as I was trying to segue back to the movie, um, Allie's parents show Tanner these pictures, and I thought he he takes it really well. I mean, but then Brett shows up with the s'mores. That wasn't Brett's fault. Okay, so but he could have had Sam deliver it. You're right. You know, he, he could have Sam or Walter deliver. Yeah, yeah, and you're right. Lauren standing there with you know that cheesy smile, smile on her, her face. face. But did you notice that, I mean, they? she says all the food was catered because Lauren yeah. thought it would look better. Right. So I can't help if Lauren's whole thing was to get it all catered from the end. Oh, and okay. And then, like, that the... Yeah. I see what you're saying. You know, like, yeah. another reason. Well, that scene with them outside oh, was, was the so coziest. I was uncomfortable, I was but it was so cozy. It was very cozy. It was snowy it was and the fire cozy. and the chairs and it was just it was so well, cozy. Was blankets across the lot. Yes, it really been cold. Oh, it, yeah, it was really cold. Um, but man, Tanner and Brett were kind of, you know, 
back and forth over Allie. And that was really, that was uncomfortable. Um, like, that was the first time that I felt Tanner stood up yeah. against this constant barrage of Brett mm-hmm. bringing up past or things that he knew about her. I think it was the first time he stood up and, you know, he says, I'm going to save my... Because when he says, is that... Um, what is it that you liked most about her or made her... You choose her over anyone else? And he said, I'll save that for a more private moment. Yeah. And... I do want to know what it was. I do like it when Allie asked to talk to <laughs> inside. Because um, he won't let it go. Well, but he... He didn't, but then he was saying to her, I just want to make sure you're okay. I want to make sure. And then she says to him, the only person that ever hurt me was you. Right. And that was a... Right. I mean, I think, to me, it just seems like she's had so much that she's wanted to say to him because she never had that closure. Right. And so that's what she's starting to do. Um, Yeah, because then she says, I can take care of myself. Yeah. She can handle it herself. But uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable because I can imagine saying I've been in some uncomfortable situations. Yeah. Like this. So I can imagine that situation. But everyone overhears everything, everything. they say. And all I'm thinking, too, is that they're getting that on film. Yeah. And all I'm thinking, if that's Cooper someday, I would go up and knock on the window. So you might want to go in the other room, baby. You do not need to see that everyone can hear your business. But when she finally goes back outside and talks to Tanner and they almost have a kiss. As they're leaving, yeah. And she turns around and it's literally a picture frame. Of them in the window. <laughs> and it's the family, everyone. The cameraman. Yes. Lauren. And, and Brett. Yes, and all of them. And it, that is so funny. And they're all looking right at them. And so, what does yeah. What does Tanner say there? Because he says something really sweet. That's the reason that she starts to give to kiss him oh i'm not sure i don't know what it was but it was, it was a very sweet moment though i mean it was it almost was. kiss but here's She's what like, oh, i'm so sorry for my family and here's what i don't understand like she goes up to brett's house the next day mm-hmm. and she's like she's on a mission like she's angry right and then they end in a snowball fight and I'm thinking to myself, like, if I'm mad at you, that's not ended in a snowball fight unless we're really throwing snowballs. It might be cold. <laughs> no. I mean, I just don't understand how that progressed into the snowball fight. Well, he was so quickly regretful. And he's like, yeah, you know, you're right. Yeah. I have no business. It's your, it's your personal business. It's not mine. I'm really sorry. Yeah, I, I mean... I don't under, Yeah, I thought that was kind of an odd choice, but... But maybe that was it, because he was so quick to say, I'm sorry. And so, that's that's how... I don't know. But the role, then, I mean, he's taking her back to the past. Which, of course, she's probably forgotten how to throw a snowball. <laughs> and which she misses him, like, how many times? That was terrible. Yeah. That was terrible. Yeah, I wish shouldn't nail him hard. Well, of course, he runs over her and picks her up, right. blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so that was a typical snow, snow scene. Yeah, but then they had to go inside and get warm, which I thought the scene inside was 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 nice. Because I think it lets you into the side of him that's never really moved on. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, so I think that's when you get to see his vulnerability. Uh-huh. More so, I mean, obviously, you can tell, I, I thought you could tell he's in love the whole entire movie. Yeah, you could. The whole but, entire movie. 
Yeah, I mean, because they had the snowball fight and then they go in. And it took him forever to redo the house. It was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. But he said it was too big for one. He thought he'd want to sell it. But um, she talks to him about why he's not dating because her mom says. So apparently her mom's uh, her been mom talks to both her. of them. Yeah. yeah. So her mom apparently tells both of them each other's business. Right. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Moms know things. So, I'm sure mom knows that they're supposed to be together. Well, I think mom wasn't going to give up on the fact that they were going to have to be together for mom to be happy. Well, mom and dad both obviously like Brett because he's in their life every day. Yeah. And you can see things as an outsider that I'm sure neither they can't see or Brett could see. Right. So... The next, um, the romantic trip that day was a skiing adventure. They were going to go skiing. Um, and so they're at her dad's shop and they're getting fitted for their skis. Um, and, you know, she's talking to her dad about how the businesses are in trouble because yeah. they don't having a lot of... Yeah, because it comes up the second time there. Because the other time was when they were going to the diner, they passed people and... You know, it's like them going out of business. Right. And so, so you knew we were like, okay, she's got to fix something. Right. And so she takes a sticker of her dad's yeah. shop and she puts it on her jacket and Tanner's jacket. So it's no like a logo TV there, show. Yeah. Um, and so they had, but I love it right as they're heading out. Her dad says, um, can, I, can I see your tax returns for the last two years? That was I think I awesome. Yeah. That was so funny. There are so many good one-liners in this yeah. movie. And I love how he laughs. It, so, it seems so genuine. Yeah. His laughter about it. He's not just kidding, man. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Yeah. So they take the ski lift, and this is when we find out that Tanner's heart has been broken by a, someone Daphne, named Daphne yeah. from Oxford. Yes. Um, and so but you don't, it doesn't say a lot about the the whys. She doesn't dig about the whys. No, she does ask later though. Yeah, but she didn't dig about the whys there. I wondered why. No, she doesn't. Um, but of course, Brett comes up again because she sees some trees that they planted right. together. So I saw you. Brett is everywhere. But you know what I thought was kind of cool is that when Tanner's talking about Daphne, he says that, you know they fell in love, and he he said that his heart and then that Daphne broke his heart but isn't that what love's about you know getting your heart broken every now and then and hmm. and being able to okay I don't know if that's what but yeah no I think it's putting yourself out there yeah okay which I can get. see that yeah and then we see the trees that she planted with Brett <laughs> they had some beautiful shots of skiing down that mm-hmm. mountain and I asked um I tweeted to uh, Allie, and I asked if um, that was actually her skiing, and she said, no, she can't even stand up on skis. <laughs> <laughs> so this wasn't like a winter veil when they went slutty. Yeah. Had to figure out how to walk. Tyler Hines. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, so the skiing shots were really, really good. Um, but at the same time, we see Brett talking to Walter and Sam, and... Um, you know, he he's saying that he Sam's reminding him that he can't get a that he doesn't have a dog, that he doesn't right. have all these things in his life that he's not finishing. And then he's just postponing everything. Right, and Brett kinda walks away and he goes he said he was on his way to get a dog. And Sam says, <laughs> Once you name that dog loneliness 
That was so funny. I know. And Brad had already walked out and he's like, oh, great. Just in that dark loneliness. loneliness. <laughs> so classic. Great. Classic. So we are up to the chili cook-off. We also found out on the scheme mm-hmm. when um, she gets a call from her boss to find out that they've closed on a property in Arizona. Right. And, and that she's going to be running it. So again, she's up and she's, moving. She's moving on to another place. Mm-hmm. I think it's a lateral move. Well, she's no, she said I, she's going to be the new her. She says it's it's a promotion because she's going to be like the new owner of the Phoenix Hotel. So it's a big deal. Manager. Yeah. Well, she's taking care of everything. Um, so I think it's a big deal, but it's still moving again, and she doesn't want to move again. She, I think she's just sick and tired of yeah starting over. So we're at the chili cook-off, and Brett shows up with Mean Helene. <laughs> I know. That was awesome. So the, do you think they chose somebody that had red hair? Like, fire hair? I don't know. Because she didn't remember why so me as a mean girl. No, not at all. Here's the thing. <laughs> Most mean girls are mean girls their entire lives. Right. It doesn't change. And they, well, I thought it was odd, her choice of profession. Okay. I snorted when she said that <laughs> because she said, he said, come on, she runs a nursery. And Ellie said, yeah. those poor plants. <laughs> it's a preschool. Yeah, it's a preschool. Um, oh. So at the. That's at, a classic look on her face though when she said yeah. preschool. So of course, Brad and Allie are just having the best time trying to throw stuff into each other's chili. But they're starting out like she's upset because he's with me and Helene. Right, but it changes so quickly. And then off to the side, Tanner is talking to um, Helene and trying to, you know, she kind of gets the story like I. Helene said, I thought when Allie left, I would have a real shot with him, and I, I did. She's like, no, we just don't have a connection like they do. Yeah. But I'm surprised you didn't mention the fact that this cook-off was outside. Well. Why? <laughs> I mean, it's going to take a lot more to get your chili to a temperature. That is true. And chili cooks. Yeah, chili so has to cook for a while. And it right. doesn't just cook on our open fire. Right. And so you would need like a roaring bonfire to cook that. Right. Yeah. Okay. And your pan will scorch just as ugly then. Thank you. I didn't even think about that. But that's that. probably why they didn't win either. They're too busy trying to sabotage each other. <laughs> so who did? Walter wins. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Because they Brad says he's going to put on the menu. Yeah. The end. Walter, yeah. who has been such a smart aleck the yeah. entire time, he's like, well, we'll talk about it, boss. How much are you going to pay me, boss? Yeah. Of course, Brad's like... <laughs> Yeah. But I think Walter's been there the whole time. I got the impression that Walter... Yeah. And Sam, too. But was, do you think I Sam think, was his friend growing up? Probably. Because Walter um, was probably there when his dad was running the business. I got that feeling, at yeah. least. Yeah, well, it had to have been. Because Allie knows him. Right. And he knows what she likes. Like, the gingerbread he greets her with. Oh, the chocolate. gingerbread Just cookie. Just Yep. So that takes us to the big night when they're having their romantic dinner, and then it ends at the um, the Festival of Lights. As soon as I heard Festival of Lights, I'm like, 500 candles. I know. They're coming back. I know they're coming back. Wait a minute. This is after Christmas, too. Because our Festival of Lights here. Okay. Yeah, I know. Can can I say this? Hallmark has done the best job. Oh, yeah. Because I have read so many people that are literally in withdrawals this last week 
because I mean people are asking for one channel a new Hallmark channel just devoted to Christmas movies right. so you can watch them whenever right. but Hallmark has done a really good job because if you look at Winter and Vale and you look at this movie the candles the white lights the snow yep. the pine it's very close very very and I very think that, cozy you know what I feel like it's a 12 step program from Christmas why need one of those? It is making me feel better. It does make me feel yes. better. So they're doing a good job. But I think they could put a few more Christmas movies in. Like, I think all this past week, they should have done a Christmas movie every night. That would have helped nice. us a little that bit. That would have been nice. Yeah. I don't think they know what they've created. Like, we're all struggling I right now. It, who is it? The producer that's doing all the commercials now? Like, promos? Yeah. Yeah. I think they know what they've Oh, they know, but... I think they know. You have an entire country of people who are longing for Christmas movies. Because we want goodness in our life, and we want I joy, know. and there's nothing like that The first like week of January is so hard. It is. It, it's the first hard. week is... Like, the, the July... Uh, July... June 1st. January 1st is okay. Yeah. But it really is. Like, New Year's, you're thinking, okay, Christmas is over. I got New Year's to look forward to. After that, you're like, what? Yeah. What are you going to do? You know what I did? I have 364 more days until Christmas. You <laughs> <laughs> started your camp. I did. Oh, Lord, that's bad. <laughs> hey, but you know what? You were saying that you were talking about the, the dinner. But before that is when you there's a, the scene opens up and um, Allie is working on her computer. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, finally, she's putting some of this to use. And I knew what she had to have been doing. She was working on a campaign, they for, the campaign Winterland. for Winter. Yeah. For Winterland, which I'm like, and you saw um, what the brief shots were that you saw were not winter shots. No. And I'm like, that place is gorgeous. And if they have that much snow, mm-hmm. there's tons of things that I know that you can do. Right. And so she goes to the diner and she shares it with all of them. And do you see how... Brett looks at her. Well, yes, it's the same way that Tyler Hines looked at Lacey Chabert right. in Winter in Vail. Right. Yes, because as soon as I fest all over. As soon as I saw him, I was like, "Oh, there's that one. Oh, there it yeah. is." It was That's really, my girl. I'm really proud of her. It was really hard watching this stuff with you because I kept wanting. At least if, when I'm doing this with Emily, I can't like say anything to her. But when you're in the room, it was yeah. really hard. It is way too much pressure. I know. I kept wanting to say too something much to you. Pressure. All right. So she also knows that when. And they go and they're she's working on that and Sam and Brett are in the kitchen making that dinner for <laughs> yeah. that night. And he's, he's cutting up a ton of onions. Ton of, he's like, what are you gonna do with those? I'm gonna put in the Greek salad. Kiss her again. But I thought Sam, I love Sam. Yeah, I because do. he said, you know, why don't you just tell her how you feel? Mm-hmm. And Brett's like, well, how could she not know? And Sam's like, because you haven't told her. Yeah. And it makes him think, and even though I think Brett thinks in his own way, maybe he's telling her, but... Yeah. So before we even get to the dinner, the two of them have a little conversation. Um, Brett and... Brett and Allie. And Allie. And he says, there's something that you don't know. I did show up in yes. California. Yes. Did you see her face, too? She's like, wait, what? Yeah, I know. Did you think the whole time that he was going to say that? I knew that there was more because they they really went around, you know, what was he doing? What could have happened? There was more to the story. Right. He didn't just leave her. And he went to California and he saw her in the dorm 
and she he said she looked so happy and that he didn't want to um he didn't want to get in the way yeah he said she looked like she belonged she was having fun she yeah was at the end of the hallway laughing with her friends and that's where she fit in where she should be and where she was happy and he said i left because i love you yeah and she said you broke my heart and he's, he's like is this any consolation i broke mine too i broke mine too Oh, then she says, yeah, it does make me feel a little bit better, but which kind of makes you feel I that was a little comic relief. I, know, I feel but when he said I broke mine, too, I know I can see him standing there in that hallway looking down there at her and just his heart breaking because he feels like she's moved on and she's happy and right. she doesn't need him. And her heart was breaking, too. Right. It's just you put on a pretty face. Yeah. Mm hmm. So. Um, of course, Lauren walks up. You know who yes, Lauren was? was? Lauren was the Vienna. <laughs> you remember how v- But I like Lauren. I did not like Vienna. Remember when Vienna walked up and broke up that dance? Yeah. Girl. Anyways, Lauren walks but up and I they can't finish Lauren. their... I she did like Lauren. Trying, she was trying to match make them. Yeah, the but time. then why did she step up then? Well, I don't know. Well, she did. She comes up and says what? She comes up. She says, you know, they they have to get going. It's the festival of light time. And she gives, um, she gives Lauren, or Lauren gives Allie the photo album. Right. With the ribbon on it. (laughs) To give to Tanner. You've been working on this all week. Yeah. And she's like, oh, great. Thank you. Um, And when she hands it, you know, they're sitting at this, which I thought was kind of weird. They're sitting at this fire. Two great chairs, blankets, dinner yeah. around them. Are they like looking out onto Winterfest and no one else is around or what? I, I don't know. It's strictly for the filming. Yeah. Everyone in town knows that. So, yeah, okay. Yeah, everyone knows. So the dinner was there around the fire and he, she gives him the album and he opens it up and it is the most awkward pictures well, of the two of them it you've starts ever out seen. Okay. As well, that's okay. Okay, yeah. yeah. But then he actually ends with the words, oh, that's awkward. That's awkward. Because <laughs> that's the one where they're in the, like, the ski lift. Ski lift. And they're both facing away from each yeah. other. So they're not even looking at each other. But if you look at Lauren, because then she looks at Lauren, and you saw the look on Lauren's face, like, she purposely did it. Yeah, she did. But when she gave her the photo album back in the room before they went out to dinner, she says, or she, Lauren says to, to Allie, are you having cold feet? And Allie says, I'm having cold everything. Yeah. And she told her to follow her heart. It was just because it was cold. <laughs> that could be. That was real snow. So then the lights went out, and you know. There it is. It overloaded the circuits in the town, but guess what? There's 500 candles in the basement of the inn. 500 is probably a lot better than the billion that I said there were. <laughs> yeah, because I put that, it comes back. Well, something has to be done because it's the 100-year celebration of the Festival I, of Lights. It be dark. You can't reschedule that. And why are we just hearing this is the 100-year celebration? No, no, it was earlier in the movie. Okay. Yeah. There's a big banner that. across town when they come in. That, that came, like, I did miss the that, then. The why are there all these, like, perfect entrances to these towns? Because they're perfect towns. Oh, okay. Come on. I don't know. Okay, I know that you're semi-new to the Hallmark universe. But these towns <laughs> and listen, are I converted perfect. you to watching these. These movies. towns are perfect. Yeah. Well, granted, they are. So I don't think we mentioned that Helene apologizes to her for being awful. Yeah, I thought that was so. It was sweet. It was but I'm telling you, mean girls do not change. No, they don't. Mean girls do not change. Mean girls think they change. Mean girls just grow up to be mean. And they cover it better. And they grow they grow other mean girls. 
the main girls populate. <laughs> it's kind of like the southern philosophy. Oh, God love her. God love you. Yeah, yeah. and it's not. Yeah, it's, not it's just mean girl. Yeah. I'll let so, the mean girls think they change. Okay. All right. So, poor Tanner. I, the whole time, I'm thinking, all right, why can't this guy just be a jerk? But... The he's way not. he's not a jerk. No. That's what's so hard. But the way they do break up, it's very amicable. It's it's perfect. Really. It is, and and they both want it. They both know that they are not each other's happily ever after. Right. And they both back to the title of the show. Right. And they both. Um, I I don't know. I I just thought they. I'm, I'm so glad that they realized it and were ready to move on. And then, but I know at 10 minutes before the hour, something's got to happen. <laughs> and at 10 minutes before the hour, Chad Michael Murray sees her hugging Tanner. Was that really 10? Did you check? It was they, close. They on one of the other shows. I'm like, I wonder if that's true. Yeah, because it's got to have enough time to wrap it up real oh, yeah. quick. Um, that's true. Yeah. Move on to Happily Ever After. Yep, yeah. exactly right. Um... So yeah, she she goes back to her parents' house and she says, um, you know, I think I think I'm gonna stay here. And mom says, you can move back in your room. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm gonna get my no. own place because I'm 30. Well, why? Yeah, because I'm 30. Yeah. <laughs> A lesson to people that are 30. So I loved it that um, when she went to Brett's house. He got a dog. I know. His name is Buddy. So, so he was moving on. But in order, I guess, for him to move on, he wanted to move on with her. He, he had, but he had to make some kind of change. Yeah. And that dog was stinking adorable. Oh, my gosh. That dog was beautiful. Oh, my gosh. I love that dog. Of course, um, that dog loved her. And so, you know, they're talking about it. And so, basically, she says to him... He wasn't you. Yeah. That's a good line. And it was good. She pulled that out. It was good. So I think she's a good writer. Did you notice that? You think she's a good writer? I think she would be a good writer. I mean, she's been holding on to these lines for years. I know. Did you notice that she was, after she left her parents and said, hey, I'm I'm staying here. Then she takes off and says, I got something I got to go do. And so she goes to see him. In the meantime, he sends her a video. This is essentially a dating video. Right. And you know what? I couldn't tell. I thought it was FaceTime at first. And then I saw the number running on the bottom. And then I realized it was a video. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm like, that's so fun. Yeah. And then he, he like, taps the the railing and he turns around to go inside. And she's standing there. And you know what I appreciated? Because, you know, you and I have both directed plays. Mm -hmm. And when he taps that... And he goes to go inside. He does not turn outward and see her. Yeah. Like, is a setup. He actually turns with his back still to her and turns. Yeah. And she says and something. And she says something. Yeah. And I'm like, that didn't look like I well was expecting done. it. Yeah. yeah that I was, was well done. That was well done. Um, okay. So, Emily and I, one of our favorite parts is talking about the kiss. Oh. What did you think about the kiss? Well, I loved when he said... Allie Wilson, you were my first kiss, and I really like it if you were my last. I know! And honestly, I love that, that line so much. I didn't pay attention a lot to the kiss. Oh, no. I know. Because I thought, what a perfect line to yeah. say. Well, they went in. She's like, I like that very much. I didn't, I think, you know, he 
he was much more romantic, I felt. They went in for, like, a little half kiss, and then they went to say something, and then they went full in for the kiss. Uh-huh. It was good. It was really good. Like, on our scale, I would give it an 8 or a 9. Really? Yeah. Mm. Now, my 10, you know what I my really 10 is? Ever, yes, it's um, most wonderful time of the year. Look at you. Yeah, yeah. Look at you. Listen, I, we may have talked about this a couple times. Boy, well, you know. I would hope you would know. Well, I'm just saying, that's a great movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I really wish I would have paid more attention to it. Oh, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed with me, I too. guess we DVR'd it. I, I'm going to have to go back and watch it. Yeah. But I loved the line so much. And I thought, that is such a... Like, because her mom and dad, her mom was from there and her dad was not. Was I thinking he lived in New York or... Like, I can't remember, was he a stockbroker? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he gave that up to come and be with her. Mm-hmm. And he, they address it one time early, even though they fight and stuff. They still love each other deeply. Yeah. And I'm like, you can't go that long without fighting. Right. Because that's not even reasonable. But saying that, that I, you were my first and I want you to be my last, is like, through everything, I still want to be there at the end of and the And no tournament. matter what's going to happen right. with us, I want you with me. Right. Yeah. And she said when she was living at her parents' house, she was getting ready to go on her journey or something mm-hmm. like that. So, and, you know, life is a is a journey and they're a whole, they've been broken up through this, this path, but he wanted to get... They both wanted to get back together and be each other's last kiss. I'm like, oh, amazing. And I was going to say, I mean, I'm so disappointed. Italy, I have failed you because I was not paying close enough attention. All right, listen, we have been long-winded, so we need to get the snack and then talk about our coziness. All right, sounds good. Let's take a break. As you know, and here in our house, we've been working on trying to eat a little bit better and change what we're doing. Um, so, and that was part of the reason why I got the Thug Kitchen cookbook. Uh-huh. This is a recipe I found on um, health or Cooking Light, maybe. I think it was Cooking Light. I'll have to look it up. Anyways, it is a frozen yogurt bark. Oh. So you take um, vanilla yogurt, Greek yogurt, and you put two tablespoons of honey in it and mix it up. The honey adds something to it. I didn't think it would, but it Mm. really does. And in a 9 by 12 dish, you um, pour in the Greek yogurt so that it's a thin layer. And you cut strawberries, and you put the strawberries down in the yogurt, and then you uh, get rolled oats and sprinkle them across the top. Are they still cut? Um, No, the ones I got are, but I think it's just supposed to be rolled oats. And then you Mm -hmm. just push them down into the yogurt, and you put it in the fridge or the freezer for an hour and let it freeze. And then you use the pizza cutter to either make it into squares um, or you can just bust it on the counter like I did. <laughs> <laughs> so, Emily, oh, had a hammer out. Emily and I have been going against the eating on air because it has been 
I love it. Horribly inappropriate. It was terrible. So we already took a little bite of this. Tell me what you think. When it, first of all, when you guys drink and they're hot drinks. Yeah. And I can, <laughs> you can tell there's a different swallowing. <laughs> like, yeah, they're drinking hot stuff. Though I thought it was really tasty. I thought um, it's a, it was a little hard to bite since mm-hmm. it was frozen. Yeah. So I don't know if... I think it could have been a little bit thinner. It would have been maybe easier to bite. Yeah. Yeah. I I thought the taste was really good. I'm not a fan of Greek yogurt. This would be a great summer treat. It would be. This would be, it it reminds me of a popsicle. So if you could get the the popsicle mold. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Get the popsicle mold and this would be great around the pool. Yeah. So I bet Cooper would like this this summer. I think he would too. I don't think he'd like the oats in it, but he would like the... But you know what? They're you have to blend the strawberries because, for whatever reason, he loves strawberry-flavored stuff, but not strawberries. But you know what? With the oats, because they're pushed down in there and they're so small, you can't really tell that they're there. I don't like the texture it adds. You do like it? I do like it. Yeah. Because that's one problem I have with with yogurt itself. Mm-hmm. And I don't like... It's really good. I don't like Greek yogurt, but I really like this. I wonder if that was because the honey? I think it was. Changes, but yeah, because I'm not a Greek yogurt fan. Yeah. But I thought it was very tasty. Awesome. All right, well, let's uh, take a break, and we'll come back and talk about the coziness. Sounds good. Hey, Lisa. Hey, Gina. So this is our last segment, and we talk about two things. We talk about coziness, and we talk about whether we give it a snow globe or not. So, Snow globe was based on coziness. Well, we'll talk about that, but hold on. Okay. So cozy, our coziness scale goes from, we use a fireplace, uh-huh. and we go from embers all the way up to a roaring fire. Uh-huh. Now, I'll rate my coziness first so you know what I'm saying. Okay. This movie was exceptionally cozy yeah. for me because, like, the snow, the candles, but sitting in those chairs with the blankets the around the fire... Not once, but twice. So I'm giving this, I'm giving this a nine. This oh. is really a roaring fire for me. It was very cozy, and I swear Hallmark knows what they're doing, yeah. trying to transition us out of Christmas. Oh, I agree with that. It's almost Christmas like. It is very Christmas like, but I, I, you just keep want, waiting for Christmas Day on these movies to come up. It gives you that kind of... There's a strong palette of white and blues yes. through this, these movies. Chris, clean, and you fresh, don't, Yeah. You don't cool. see any reds or... So right. that's the only reason that I'm not saying, oh, it's Christmassy. Yeah. So, you know, I, always, I listen to you guys rate your, your coziness and everything, and I always... I always have words to say about it. Okay. So I'm gonna give this a seven. All right. I really liked it. I the beginning shots of where she was in LA. Mm-hmm. Not so much, but I think her parents' house, even though I liked her parents' house, it wasn't cozy to me. It could have been a little I, but, cozier. Yeah, it I was, didn't think it was. It was warm. Well, it was a beautiful house. It didn't have as much crap in it as ours does. Oh, yeah. I don't think ours is cozy. I think ours is a hot mess. <laughs> but I think that um, his was exceptional. His house was cozy. And, I mean, there were tons of fireplaces around. I thought the hotel was cozy. I mm-hmm. thought the fireplaces for sure yeah. did it. And even, like, the scenes where they're 
um, sled riding or where they're skiing, there's a coziness to the fact to me because, like, you know, when you're super cold, you're all bundled up and yeah. everything. It's just something about that because you know you're going to get hot chocolate when it's over. Oh, yeah, that's a good yeah. point. And there was, like, hot chocolate mentioned a hundred times in there. Yeah, that's so. true. So the, the next thing that we do is we, for Christmas, you know, we did ornaments. Right. So... If a movie gets an ornament, or in this case, we're doing snow globes now. Mm-hmm. If it gets a snow globe, it means it checked off all the boxes, as Emily would say. Okay. So, did it, was it a well-rounded, does it deserve a place on our shelf? How big's the shelf? Well, it's virtual, so it can be as big as we want it to. <laughs> the reason I'm saying is because that tree got small when you guys kept approving stuff. So, <laughs> what we're saying is, would we eventually call this a classic? Mm. Mm. That, that's what we're saying. Because Winter and Vale, to me, yes. Yes. A hundred times over. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So, if I got to ask myself... Oh. So... I know normally we hand each other boxes, and unfortunately Emily kept the boxes, so we're just going to... I'm going to tell you that I am giving this movie a snow globe. Let me tell you why. I want to know why. I Because this movie was... It didn't have, like, one or two lines that was funny. This movie was funny. And I think it really... It was, it was the... De- it was a romantic comedy. Mm-hmm. And I think they did a really good job of that. And it was hard hard to follow up Winter and Veil. And I Is there a little pity, pity part here for your snowball? Or they having a, a little pity throwing a little pity on? <laughs> because they finally had to follow Winter and Veil? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But I mean, I would watch this movie again and again. Okay. Whew. That's a good point. Winter and Veil, I, it was, I did not like this movie as well as Winter and Veil. Okay. But I think it's because I love Time of Heights and I love Lacey Schubert. You and, can't beat Lacey Schubert. And I don't really know Ali, Isabel Re- Ricci, right? Is that her name? Italia Ricci. Italia, yeah, thank you. Sorry about that. I don't know where that came from. Anyway, I I thought she was wonderful in it. I thought, I thought that Chad was wonderful in it. But I am a big fan of Lacey. Yeah. You know that from way back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mean Girls. Yeah. Um, so fetch. <laughs> I was thinking that today. That's so funny you said that. Anyway, I, I think I would give it a snow globe. But I don't know that I would watch it as much as Winter and Veil. Yeah. I would watch it. Yeah, you watched the crap out of Winter and Veil the last like, It's like a week old now. I know. I You're treating it like a Christmas movie. I know. What's helping me get through my, my it down is, here? I understand. But I think what makes it more for me is not the... It is a romantic comedy, but it's not... I, I thought his lines were more comedic mm-hmm. and more heartfelt than hers. Okay. So I think there was a little bit of out of balance with that, maybe, mm-hmm. which is why I was a little bit hesitant about a snow globe. Mm-hmm. But there are some really rich lines, and you get the feeling that they did really care for each other, and they did really... It kind of evolved throughout the movie and come to a place where they could forgive. And like, you know, the lines like, oh, you're my first kiss and I want you to be my last. Mm-hmm. You don't get much better than that. No, that's a good one. Yeah. There are some really good lines here. Yeah. I mean, and I would watch that simply for the fact, like, I was having a bad day or things were off or something and I need a little, you know, things are going to be okay, Lisa. I would watch it again. I think... 
I think when we go back and look at the years where Hallmark really upped their game, it's going to be 1920. Like, the year 19 and the year 2020. Because, I, I mean, if we go... And Emily and I... For 10-year anniversary. I know, but Emily and I have talked about this before. If you looked at their first movies, they were just kind of turning them out with low budgets. And I think the movies they're making now are really well-written. I think they're good. And I think they have to be good because people are... Um, people are demanding it. They're expecting them to be good. Right. So. Well, I mean, they're, they're movies that had a reputation for being a little hokey, you know? Yeah, cheesy. Cheesy, yeah. And there is a portion to that, but it's the whole reason that you guys watch them. Right. Is that we want joy. It makes we you feel good. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to cry. Oh. And I don't want to go back to that whole discussion about Christmas Town. <laughs> Stop. Because you don't need to talk about Christmas Town. I'm just saying. I know. That was hard for you. It was still hard for me. I still haven't forgiven. I know you. But have. no, I'm just you know that uh, I think it's a. I think it is a step up for Hallmark. I think they're doing. I think they're just trying to to uh, do their own little spreading of joy, and I think it's so much, the quality is so much better than it used to be. But I still watch it. Well, Doesn't matter because it's, it's working out. Joy. It's working out for me. Well, Lisa, thank you for stepping in. You're welcome. I hopefully I didn't. Um, yeah, I hope I did Emily a little bit proud, a little bit of justice. <laughs> Emily, again, you're never leaving town again. So, or you guys are coming up with a new schedule. This is way too much pressure. All right. Well, listen. If you it was a uh, being here, though, thanks. It was fun having you. If you want to check out our Twitter account at podcastcozy.com or pod, at podcastcozy, uh, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, we would love to have uh, people hit us up on Patreon because, you know, this the white rum in this drink was a little expensive. Well, it was a half a cup. I yeah. know. <laughs> and we're not really drinkers, so that rum is going to sit up in the cabinet and we're never going to touch it again. Friends, if you, anybody would like it, let me know. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Fiction Apollo's Fury. You can, you can visit our website at um, CozyCabinPodcast.com. Um, or again, patreon.com. So, uh, you guys just remember that we would love for everyone to just be kind to each other. And, uh, we will see you again. Yeah, we'll see you again soon. Take care, everyone.